Part 3, Retail Turnover, What America's Silver Tsunami Means for the Furniture Industry. A FAM production. Furniture and mattress. FAM.news. Hey FAM, it's Adrian. For years, retail sales associates have been looked down upon with people calling the position a dead-end job that no one can make a career out of. But anyone in the retail business knows that's just not true. Just look at Broad River Retail. For example, in 2020, Broad River celebrated $51 million riders in its Million Dollar Memory Makers program. And while they set a goal of 60 for 2021, they had 98 employees write $1 million or more in sales just last year. As the company explained to the fam, jackpot bonuses, consistency, and recognition of excellence have helped them build a community of sales associates who not only receive excellent commission, but also enjoy selling furniture. Furniture Land South enjoyed similar success in 2021 when 108 of its retail sales associates wrote over 1 million in sales. Nine of those had been sales between three and four million. Five were in the four to $5 million range. And one salesperson, Catherine Ward, wrote over $5 million. In all of the 108 associates topped more than $200 million in total sales. And the examples just go on. But for those who don't treat retail positions as lucrative careers, what's gonna happen to the retail sales force? So let's look at the numbers. First, the U.S. has been seeing a mass resignation since 2019, pre-pandemic, and the numbers are actually still rising. In June, 3.9 million people quit their jobs. In July, it was another 3.9 million, and then 4.3 million in August. By September, nearly a quarter of workers between the ages of 20 to 34, 14 million Americans, were not considered a part of the U.S. workforce. Second, in July of 2021, a record 678,000 workers quit their retail job, which means that every month since April of 2021, around 4% of this workforce has left their jobs. With the median retail pay of $13.97 an hour and government checks far behind them at this point, people are leaving jobs because they feel underpaid and undervalued. Finally, the average turnover rate in the retail industry is just above 60%. According to the National Retail Federation, which dwarfs the average employee turnover for all U.S. industries, which is around 19%. All of these things have one common thread. They require a company to treat employees better by showing more respect, paying them a living wage, and allowing them to have a work-life balance. The way I see it, if more retailers invested in their employees, either with large biannual bonuses, education, pay raises, or just unlimited paid vacation time, they could spend more time growing the business instead of constantly having to deal with excessive employee turnover. As someone who has friends who work in the retail business as sales associates, I know some who can feel like a cog in the machine, but there are many who see their employers care for them as people, and they're the ones who are truly succeeding right now. And what does the sales associate of the future look like if young people stop applying for serious retail positions? Imagine a world where private equity firms or big box stores buy up all of the smaller retailers. Stores become generic and all look the same because they have to follow the same brand guidelines. Not only are the same problems as before, but now there's no individuality to the store. It's all about making money and pleasing the investors. 
On top of that, your sales associates are uneducated, underpaid high school kids who need a short-term job, and the turnover is nearing 100%. And that's just one possible scenario of many. But it doesn't look good whichever way you slice it. We all know the importance of retailers in the furniture industry, so why not show the same support for the store workers and delivery drivers who get paid the final product to the consumer? We also need to consider the entrance of Gen Z into the picture. Worldwide, the generation has surpassed millennials in size, making up 32% of the global population. And with the oldest Gen Zs just now 24 years old, right now they only make up 11% of the workforce. But if you ask someone from Gen Z what their dream job is, they'll tell you they don't have one. They don't dream of labor, and that's a common trait among nearly all Gen Zs. As you prepare for the future, remember this. Gen Zers are not going to want to work dead-end jobs for less than a livable wage. Until we start to look at retail differently and treating retail positions as real careers, turnover is going to continue to be high. But if we can change our mindset, it's going to bet everyone in the long run. For more podcasts and audio stories, head over to fam.news. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts.